0: Welcome to Solace, Soul Plus Grief. We're brought to you by Catholic Cemeteries in San Jose, California. My name is Candy Lucas. The death of a loved one is a huge life transition. So, we at Catholic Cemeteries want to offer you this place to grieve and find where God's moving in your life as you grieve. Each week, we take a new scripture or reflection and seek to find a quiet place in our hearts together to contemplate our losses, honor our loved ones, remember God's place in our hearts, and seek to make a continuing connection with those we've lost. We want to find that space where God is moving with us in our grief, that space where mourning can be transformed to comfort, a place where our hearts might be reopened and begin to mend, a place where tears can flow. This is a space that we hope solace will begin to fill for you. Please join us if you just want to spend more time having God move with you in your grief. You are always welcome here in our circle of healing, love, and support. It is horrifying to think that you send your child off to school one day, kissing them on the top of their heads, taking one whiff of how good your child smells to you. And you will never see that child again, except in the morgue. Why do we accept this? Why do we accept this killing as Christians? There seems to be no end to the hatred and instruments of madness that have imbued our daily lives. How do we begin to grieve? How do we reach out to one another in communal times of grief and need? A short two years ago, we were living our lives rather oblivious to anything but American politics. Then came two years of COVID, a summer of Black Lives Matter, further racial tensions and mass shootings. We were physically isolated from close family and friends for long periods of time. In such crises of loss and grief, how may we accompany one another? As Catholics, we are raised and taught to love one another, look out for each other, but that doesn't begin to define for us how to respond to such community trauma. How do you put your arms around more than one million dead from COVID, along with their bereaved families? How can we continue to deal with community shootings, the murder of children in their schoolrooms, and the daily current trauma? It seems we can do so little. Our tears are but a drop in the community ocean of tears. One hand and one heart seem too small. It takes a village and more than that to hold all this grief, all this grief and despair. Public displays, whether it be a parade of white crosses, prayers during Mass, or other tributes, trying to give voice to loss, we attempt to grieve as one. It does remind us how intertwined we are, how our experiences, lives, loves, and losses are so similar, how the trappings of daily life cannot separate us into tribes, when our core human experiences knit us so closely together. This is the very reason God chose to walk with us on earth, to share intimately in all our suffering, to model care of the sick, to weep with the grieving, to love through it all. How do we then offer a community and ourselves that same healing love? Psalm 102 reminds us how those who suffer feel. Lord, hear my prayer. Listen to my cry for help. Don't turn your face away from me when I'm in trouble. Pay attention to me. When I call out for help, answer me quickly. But the psalm ends with this reminder. He will answer the prayer of those who don't have anything he won't say no to their cry for help i believe he was in that schoolroom in texas is daily with the people of ukraine accompanies all those who are dying we should think of small ways to offer hope to those who suffer through hope others might begin to heal enter into community with others in whatever way possible. Keep those who suffer in your daily prayers and do whatever small thing you can to reach out in your community to those in most critical need. Exercise your love muscle. The more you use it, the stronger it will become and the stronger your community will become. My heart went out seeing Jacob dead, riding with men held in their arms. The world had seen nothing like it before people in earth interring a star. I cry now for my soul's spirit, whose home is suddenly set in heavens, and grieving for him, wish that I could today have died for my son. Before me, the world is a binding seal. And my home to me is a prison, my son. After your death I'll go in fear no more of time, For my terror has come. What good is the pulse of man's flesh And its favors when the mind is in pain? Pitching from place to place my hair wild, My eyes charcoaled with night By God and God's faithful And I keep my oath I'll climb cliffs And descend to the innermost pit And sow the edge of desert to desert And split the sea and every gorge And sail in mountainous ascent Until the word forever makes sense to me And my enemies fear me And my friends in that fear find solace. Then free men will turn their faces toward mine as I face theirs. And soul will save us as it trips our obstructors. Planted by the river of affection and fixed like a seal in wax, like graven gold in the window dome of the temple. May God be with you as you love and your soul, which he loves, be delivered and the God who sends a salvation shield you till the sun and the moon are no more. The prayers offered today are from a book called the dream of the poem translated, edited, and introduced by Peter Cole. That brings to a close another episode. A new one drops every Friday and is available on Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, and the Facebook pages of Gate of Heaven Cemetery in Los Altos, California, or Calvary Cemetery in San Jose, California. I am Candy Lucas, the Aftercare Coordinator for Catholic Cemeteries, a Spiritual Director and Palliative Care Chaplain. You can reach us at the email or phone number in the show notes. We welcome suggestions for future episodes, or reach out to us for one on one spiritual direction, either individually or as a family as you travel through grief. Stay safe, be gentle with yourself, and travel with God. Vaya con Dios.